Kevin has made amazing progress since last school year. He actually put his shorts and socks on by himself. That was amazing. Thank you all for everything you do for our children. Oh, that's so, nice. That was really fun to see this week. From the Outreach Department at the Texas School for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Austin, Texas, this is A Sense of Texas. Here is your host, Emily Coleman. Welcome to A Sense of Texas. I'm Emily Coleman. Today's guest is Miles Fain. Miles is the principal of comprehensive programs here at TSBVI. Who better to share about this broad category of on-campus offerings than him? I think the number one benefit that we see and that parents see is independence, promotion mm -hmm. of independence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are all of the areas of the expanded core curriculum uh, that we're focusing on, in, mm -hmm. in addition to the academics and core curricular areas. But um, if I had to boil it down to one yeah. thing, I think that's really our goal mm -hmm. uh, across all the different areas and, and what we hope uh, for students themselves to notice yeah. and for parents and local TVIs and, and others uh, there at the local school to see is that we're promoting students' independence mm -hmm. in uh, academics and uh, self-care skills and in, in all the areas that uh, they're being referred uh, to us for and that's really our number one goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, uh, speaking of the expanded core, I noticed yesterday I was walking over to um, the rec building and there was a group of um, high school boys coming out of there kind of joking around and stuff. And um, do, you, do you see a lot of social benefits for the kids here oh, yes. as well? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's something to be said, uh, as, as uh, I think all of us, most of us would agree, for uh, students with uh, different types of abilities, disabilities, to be integrated with their peers that don't have uh, disabilities. Mm -hmm. But there is really something to be uh, said and accomplished mm -hmm. when uh, students have others who are going through the same thing mm -hmm. and have some of the same challenges that they have. And absolutely, we see real bonding mm -hmm. and support and advantages and uh, accomplishments that come with being around others that also have a visual impairment or who are blind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really great. I've, I've seen that firsthand, uh -huh. so that's uh -huh. very cool. Would you mind sharing your own history with TSBVI and landing on your current role as principal of comprehensive programs? Absolutely. I uh, started as a volunteer when I was a University of Texas uh, student oh. and a frustrated business student. Not sure, you know, what the future might hold, hold for me in terms of a career mm -hmm. and uh, was just sort of by chance invited by a volunteer group to come out to the school once a week and just fell in love with it, fell in love with the kids and, mm -hmm. and uh, what was going on out here. And so at the time, UT had a TVI preparation program. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. they don't anymore, so it was easy for me to gladly change over majors, you know, yeah. from uh, out of business that didn't wouldn't quite work for me uh, in terms of a match. And uh, so then volunteered, and then um, 
on the weekends. I was a house parent. Nowadays we call them residential instructors. And then uh, when it was time, uh, I became the English teacher after that for many years mm -hmm. and then assistant principal. And since 2000, I've been the principal here in wow. comprehensive programs. It's quite a while. Yeah, it's you been a fun journey. You must still like it. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, oh I gosh. do. It's a great well, place to work. And probably good to have some business classes under your belt, too, yeah, when you no. get into administration. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I, I do uh, uh, recall back to some of those uh, concepts that were discussed then, and it has come in handy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that there are many different departments that fall within comprehensive programs, um, and I've seen online it also is called school year programs in some places. Mm -hmm. So if it's even possible to kind of describe them, would you mind giving it a shot? Sure. Rather than different kinds of departments, I prefer to think of them as different types of teams. Oh, okay. Because as you know, Emily, yeah. we're big on teamwork yeah. uh, around here. And uh, so we have various instructional teams mm -hmm. that serve the different uh, age groups and developmental groups and curricular areas on campus from the young ones to the older ones all the way up to our uh, students transitioning to adult life and our exit program. And then we have our related service staff teams, orientation and mobility and occupational therapy and physical therapy, social workers and psychologists, speech language pathologists, the different groups that integrate in with the instructional teams mm -hmm. uh, to serve each student. And then we have the residential component as a main uh, you know, component of the, the program. And they have their residential teams mm -hmm. serving the groups of students in the different houses that students live in. And they, they team together uh, with the school day instructional teams also on a regular basis so we can be consistent yeah. uh, from what's happening uh, in the school day on to after school time mm -hmm. uh, into the into the houses. Wow. Yesterday I was trying to have one of um, the residential staff explain to me which team is what and I'm still confused. Right. <laughs> because, right. But I like I like that approach. I like that they're um, because that's how people introduce themselves to me. They say, Oh, I'm a teacher on team two or you know Right. Which... Right. Teams change according mm -hmm. to student needs and different types of students that we're serving. So it's just to have a structure so we can we can team together and focus on maybe uh, kids with similar needs. Mm -hmm. Do you have any specific success stories that come to mind of any students that have gone here? I do. I mm -hmm. got a great note just yeah. this week uh, oh, from did. a parent, uh, and I'll, I'll read that to you if uh -huh. I can. Yeah. And I've changed the student's name, but uh, Kevin has made amazing progress since last school year. He actually put his shorts and socks on by himself. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you all for everything you do for our children. Wow, that's so, nice. That was really fun to see this week. And, you know, we have everything from that type of success to uh, our graduates uh, from last May who moved on to group homes, some of them, and perhaps volunteering in their communities, or some onto competitive work placements, mm -hmm. others into post-secondary vocational training sites, and some into colleges. So wow. really great uh, always to ha be a part of that celebration, graduation celebration, and reflect on 
student successes uh, from when they've been here, but also what their next steps are going to be. Well, I really appreciate that you led with a story about a student getting dressed themselves, because um, as you know, I have a child who's blind myself mm -hmm. with uh, additional disabilities, and uh, I, I'm so excited when I see his shirt on backwards because I know he put it on himself. Right, <laughs> it's like, right. And that's a, that, for some of us, that's a huge milestone that that's we've right. been waiting years to reach. So yes, yes. that's really great. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, sort of on the flip side, what challenges do students face um, on campus? Because there must be a reason why all kids who are blind or deafblind don't attend school here. Mm-hmm. Our students, of course, are, are facing uh, a lot of the same challenges that their peers are in their local communities, trying to accomplish all the graduation requirements of the mm -hmm. state of Texas, while also mastering you know, the areas of the expanded core curriculum for students with visual impairments. Uh, if students are successful in their home communities, then obviously they may not need to attend our mm -hmm. school full-time during the year. Mm -hmm. And we know, you know, uh, with our other um, service delivery options that are available to students and families if help is needed, uh, our outreach services yeah. through your department <laughs> right. are available. And if more help is needed, students may attend our variety of short-term programs during the school year and summer. Mm -hmm. And for local TVIs and parents and students who determine that a period of intensive instruction is needed at TSBVI during the mm -hmm. regular school year, mm -hmm. the local art committee can initiate a referral. Mm. And if the student is accepted, collaboration will begin right away. Mm -hmm. So we can stay in close contact about the student's needs and instruction even before they arrive. Yeah. And then certainly while they're here. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, focus always on what the student will need to be successful back in their home communities, mm -hmm. either um, you know, returning to go mm -hmm. to school there in, in the public school system or when they return as an adult uh, for, for work, volunteering, mm -hmm. community life uh, that they'll have as an adult. Mm -hmm. And an average time period for a student to attend nowadays at our school in the regular school year program is three years. Mm -hmm. So we really do uh, focus on uh, an intensive period of instruction here, mm -hmm. and then what do they need to be successful uh, for their next step when they yeah. return back to their community. And uh, for more information, I'd refer anyone uh, to our website mm -hmm. and to the parents and school district guides to our services that are there mm -hmm. on that webpage for more detailed information and for contact information about our admissions office. That's great. Yeah, I, I did see that, uh, well, when I first got here, one thing that stood out was I think you have um, a third of your students turned over this year on campus, if I remember That's that right. right. Yes. And so, yeah. um, you know, it's it, it's one thing to, to say that the goal is for students to come and get n intensive needs met and then go back to their districts. Um, but it's really happening, so it's very exciting. It is. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, it creates unique challenges for us to, to have a yeah. third of the students <laughs> yeah, leave and huge. then about a third of the students be brand new students. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it is exciting and it, uh, we're seeing success mm -hmm. with, with that model. Yeah, wow, that's great. So another thing I've noticed is that there's a lot of uh, dedicated professionals here on campus. Um, how do you attract the talent and then how do you keep them here? How do you keep your teachers? We are blessed with many great staff members at our school on campus. 
and I think our positive reputation as a school and leader in our field mm -hmm. helps attract people. Yeah. And I think our staff development offerings on an ongoing basis mm -hmm. to support staff, mentoring, and our emphasis on supporting each other as educators and teammates causes people to want to stay here. Mm -hmm. I started, um, I participated in the optic nerve hypoplasia study group yesterday and with about 17 uh, professionals um, from on campus and uh, it was just the the depth of knowledge and also the engagement in understanding their students was was very cool so I'm, I'm so far I'm really enjoying your teachers <laughs> good good thanks for helping facilitate that uh, oh, yeah. conversation yeah. yeah if you could see into the future of on-campus programs here at TSBBI what would you see what does five or ten years from now look like well as you know, mm -hmm. we're currently focusing a lot on this area and I think we'll continue to grow in terms of uh, instruction related to assistive technology mm -hmm. and general instructional technology mm -hmm. uh, for students. Who knows what type of devices we'll see next yeah. and especially in five or ten years, who knows what types of devices and software that we'll be using. And uh, so I, I certainly foresee emphasis and growth on that area as we, we probably all need to do in our personal and professional lives mm -hmm. on an ongoing basis. And I'd love it if we'd remain as an important resource for the state and have even more success with preparing students for the next steps and for adult life. Mm -hmm. that's, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the technology, that's a huge thing. That's just changing all the time. If you could leave us with one important thing to remember or consider about the comprehensive programs, what would it be? Well, we, we want to be able to meet the unique needs of each student that is referred to us and, as I mentioned, help them achieve new levels of independence and mm -hmm. certainly success with the future. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that sounds like a good thing to leave us with. <laughs> Do you know an infant or toddler in Texas who may have a vision problem? They may qualify for free services. Support from a teacher of students with visual impairment may increase a child's success in school and life. Call 817-740-7530 to find out more. That's 817-740-7530. a lot about Texas, you may not know what an ARD is. Val Perwine, the Special Education Director at TSBVI, has joined us to explain more. My name is Valerie Perwine. I'm the Special Education Director here at Texas School for the Blind and Visually Impaired. An ARD in Texas, ARD meetings, uh, it really stands for Admission, Review, and Dismissal, and that relates to the special education cycle of being admitted to special ed, having your program reviewed, or being dismissed. Uh, it's essentially the same thing as an IEP in other states. IEP in Texas is referring to the Individualized Education Program, the IEP, and so when you're having a meeting, an ARD meeting, that process is to develop that IEP. And so typically you're going to have your committee that's going to have the parent, you know, all of the IEP team would be gathered together in that ARD meeting to come to a decision, um, an action plan of what that program would be for that child. So it culminates in agreement um, that ends up being called the IEP for the student 
and that's kind of that contractual agreement between the parent and the school about the program and the services for that child. Okay, and those so those are for kids that are ages 3 to 22 in the um, school system? For younger students, um, there's a, um, the IEP, there's, there's some other acronyms that, mm -hmm. that cover kind of the, the birth to three. Well, I think it's IFSP. Yeah, I think that's right, an Individualized Family Service, service plan. plan. Right, okay. and then it, it becomes an IEP um, as, okay. they, as they get older and enter uh, special education. So you'll, you'll kind of see IEP team also used in Texas sometimes, the IEP team getting together. Just we're the only, the only state that calls that meeting um, an ARD meeting mm -hmm. and, and the ARD committee, but I'm already hearing, because so many people are moving into Texas, yeah. those terms getting kind of substituted. So I, I don't think there's a, there's a big difference. Um, it just kind of reflects that special education cycle of having meetings, um, developing a program, and reviewing that program. Well, great. As a parent that has a kid in special ed that's new to Texas, I remember when they brought up the ARD idea, I, was, I had no idea what people were talking about. So thanks for explaining that. So great to hear from Miles about many of the on-campus programs at TSBBI and from Val about ARDS. Hope you'll join me again as we continue to learn more about services for children who are deafblind, blind, or visually impaired. From TSBVI and A Sense of Texas, I'm Emily Coleman. See you next time. This has been a presentation of the Texas School for the Blind and Visually Impaired Outreach Department. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics to cover in future episodes, please contact us at podcast at tsbvi.edu.